welcome to uh, our short devotional, uh, just a few minutes that we spend in the Word of God. We've been doing this each day, and I know people have been encouraged and touched by some of the things we've been sharing. Um, and we, we, a few days ago, I started talking about the purity of the Word of God and, and the need for the pure Word to be taught. Peter talks about longing for and craving and hungering and desiring the pure milk of the Word. Something that's pure is not mixed, is not contaminated. And so often the word and, and what is being preached has been contaminated with, with man's ideas and traditions and our own interpretations and our own views. But God desires the purity of his word to come forth. And, and our hearts need to begin to cry out and begin to long for the purity of his word and hunger for it, and desire that, that there's a purity of the Word of God. And we, we ought not tolerate anything less. We shouldn't put ourselves under contaminated, a mixed word that's muddled up. Let's put ourselves under the purity of the Word and crave it and hunger it for it. Now, yesterday, we looked at Isaiah 55, and we saw how God compares His Word to the rain. And, and, and He says, so shall my Word be. Well, so, that word so means in the same way. And, and in the previous verse, he's given an illustration and he talks about the rain that comes forth on the earth and the power that the rain has to bring life where there's been dryness and barrenness. And, he's, and, 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 he's, and I went through this in detail yesterday, but he shows that in, in a dry, barren environment where there's been drought and nothing happening, when you introduce the rain, it has the power to bring things back to life and to cause things to, 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 to produce, to force the earth into production and life. And then he says, so shall my word be. In other words, my word will have the same effect that the rain has on a dry environment. Many Christians, they, they think of the rain as the move of the Holy Spirit, and there's an application there. But we've not seen the power of the rain as the Word of God, the power of the Word of God as rain to bring life and, and to release, uh, to, 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 to bring things back to life where there's been dryness and barrenness. And, and, and you see, it's not man's ideas that man's traditions, man's opinions, man's interpretations of Scripture will not do that. They don't have that effect. That's why the enemy is not bothered when traditions and human ideas are being taught from the pulpit, because there's no power in this. There's no, there's no life from God in our ideas. The enemy is not threatened by a church that doesn't have the word of God in it. He is threatened by a church that's filled with the word. We Christians are craving and hungering for the word and the purity of the word. And we saw yesterday, history has shown, revivals in history, moves of God in history have shown that when the word of God and when people re-emphasize and draw people back to the truths of the word, that's when God begins to move. And we are in a generation where there's a need for that. They're Christians who are confused. They're Christians who don't know what to believe. And they've heard 101 different ideas and 101 different doctrines and, and, and opinions about everything. Let's begin to clear out the mess and all the ideas of man and seek for a purity of the word. Lord, we crave, we desire, we want your pure word. We want that rain of the word of God to begin to move. And, and, and you see, another thing about rain is it's water and it cleanses. 
Ephesians 5 talks about how he wants to wash the church with the water of the word. And that is going to bring us forth as that glorious church that he desires. So there is a need right now for that rain of the, the word, the rain of the purity, pure rain, to begin to fall as hearts begin to turn to and hunger for the word of God. Now, let me build on top of that. I want to show you some more. I want to stir your faith in what the, what, in the word of God right now. And this, this is simple truths, but it's powerful. And not everybody's heard these truths. Let's, let's look again at Isaiah 55, verse 11. And he says, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void. And it won't come back empty, he says. Notice this next phrase. But it shall accomplish. It shall accomplish. And when he says it, he's talking about his word. The word shall accomplish. I want to jump. I just want to highlight that bit of it right now. And, and, and we could talk about what he says afterwards. But I want to show you that the word of God has the power, has the ability to accomplish things. It has the, the ability. In this passage, he talks about it shall accomplish what I please, what God pleases. Uh, but, but we need to realize this. Many people have not realized that the word of God has the power to do things. It has the power contained in God's word is the power to accomplish this is why so many people are looking elsewhere for things, but they haven't realized that within his word, he's put the power to accomplish, the power to do things. We need a fresh revelation of the power of the word of God. Now, let me just talk about this. Let me focus on this for a little bit. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 3. It talks about, it says, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by what? The word of God. The worlds were framed by the word of God. How, this whole thing started with God's word. This all started with God saying, let there be light. He spoke it. His word was released onto this planet. His word was released into the natural realm. And his word contained the power to accomplish. It contained the power to do, to bring it to pass. Get this revelation. Begin to realize God's word has the power to do. God's word has the power to accomplish things. People are crying out today for things in the church. Oh, Lord, we need this to happen. Oh, Lord, we need this to happen. Oh, God, do this in your church. Let me tell you this, people. Here's, here's the power of it. This, this is good. So open your eyes. God's word has the power to accomplish those things. The things that we are crying out. God's word has the power. It's, oh, we need repentance in the church. We need to turn and we need clean. We need to turn from our wicked ways. God's word has the power to cleanse. God's word has the power to sanctify. God's word has the power when the washing of the water of the word moves through the church. It purifies, it cleanses, it sanctifies. God's word has the power to do. We need to stop looking all over the place for things and start returning to the purity of the word. Start hungering for, start desiring for. See, God said, he spoke it out, let there be light. And, and the power of his word was released to bring things to pass. God's word has not lost any power since then. God's, you know, right throughout the Old Testament, God spoke out. 
And people say, well, you know, the Bible's written word, not spoken word. No, he's given us his word in written form, but it is still his word. He spoke, but then he, he's given it to us in written form so that we've got a record of it. And that's powerful. But throughout the Old Testament, God spoke out and he, he, he spoke out through the prophets. And he, 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 what did he speak? He talked about the coming Messiah. He prophesied. Sometimes we just think prophecies are for our benefit. What was God doing? He was speaking it out right, right from Genesis. He talked about that seed that is going to come forth. That seed that will come forth, that will crush the enemy. What's God doing? He's releasing his word. He's speaking it. And, 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 and Jesus, one day Jesus was born onto this earth and the Bible called him the word made flesh. That word came to pass and became flesh through Jesus. You see, God, God spoke it. He declared it. Why does God speak things? Because he is speaking things out. He's declaring it. Why? Because there's power in his word. Now, if you don't, if you have not yet realized the power of the word of God, if you haven't come to the place where you've understand, understood just how much God uses his word. Let me, let me, let me show you something else through Jesus. You see, if we would just see this, when God wanted to deliver humanity from sin, when he wanted to set us free from darkness, when he wanted to rip humanity out of the, the grip of darkness and hell and transfer us into the king, his kingdom and, and cleanse us and forgive us from sin, how did he do it? He sent his word made flesh. Jesus is the word made flesh and he is the solution. He's the answer. That's why people say, oh, all we need is Jesus. He's, he's the word. He's the word. Realize the power of the word of God. Realize the importance, the impact the word of God has. Many people don't realize that, that when we're crying out to God for things, when we need things, his solution so often is to send his word. And we despise that. We think, oh, that's just the Bible. That's just the word. And then we think, oh, God, I need this. We don't realize that his word, he introduces his word into a situation because in his word is the power to do. In his word is the power to accomplish. So don't ever look down on the word of God and the power of the word of God. Let me show you in James, James chapter one. I'm just going to read the, highlight the one phrase again as well, because these are all written in different contexts. But look at this, James chapter one, verse 21 says this, therefore lay aside all filthiness and overflow this, good truth, and receive with meekness the implanted word. Now notice this next phrase, which is able. Now it tells you it's able to save your souls, but don't rush ahead. Let's look at that. The word which is able. That's the same thing. My word shall accomplish. His word is able. There is ability in the word of God. The word is able to do things. It contains the ability, the power to do things. And, and many of the things that we're crying out to God for, many of the things, healing, uh, deliverance, God touching my life. Lord, Lord, I feel so dry spiritually. I need more of you. Let, let his word do it. His word will do it. Begin to stir yourself up today. Begin to get excited and just begin to realize there is power in the word. The word is able. The word can accomplish. The word has the ability, the power to do things, to do what God wants done and to do what is needed to be done.
This is why God says to us, get that word into your life. Get that word. It's not just dry doctrine. It's not just words on a page. It's not just information for your head. It is power to do. It is the power of God to do in your life what God wants done in your life contained in his word that's why the spirit of god says get into the word get into the word he's drawing us to the word we cry out lord we need you and what what response do we get in our heart spend more time in my word and we think oh well no, 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 no i need to get more of god and he keeps saying spend more time in my word get into the word of god why this is the wisdom of god we haven't seen it we haven't realized he directs us into his word because in his word is the power to do in his word is the power to accomplish let's let's get stirred up about that and begin to realize that his word is able father i thank you that your word is able your word is able to heal your word is able to to, to bring deliverance and bring freedom there's freedom there's healing there's deliverance in the word of god your word is able to, to, to bring into our lives the things that you have for us and the things that you want to do. Your word is able to bring into the church the things that you want to do. And the revival in the move of God that so many hearts are crying out for, that revival is released through the word of God. The word has the power to bring these things into the church right across our nations, right across this nation. The word, if we will just get the Christians back into the word, and if we'll just get the pulpits back into the purity of the word, we will see the move of God that God has ordained for our generation and that so many hearts hunger for and are crying for and are seeking out for. Father, I thank you for that. Thank you for that. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. And we want the purity of your word. Thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you all. And we will, we'll see you soon for some more teaching again as well. But I pray today's message stirs your hearts.